Hello and welcome to episode five of the Creating Happy Writers podcast. Thank you for joining me as we delve into the exciting world of writing and publishing non-fiction books and everything in between. My name is Steph Caswell and I'm an author and writing coach on a mission to help you find confidence and happiness in your writing journey, to explore what it means to be a non-fiction writer. Because writing is more than getting words on a page. It's more than holding your finished book in your hands. It's about the personal journey we go on as writers, the challenges and the triumphs we face on a regular basis. But it's not just about that. I want to empower you to write a book in your niche, to become the go-to expert. Because you can use a book to grow your business and be a thought leader in your field. You just have to know how to do it. I'm also an avid reader and feel we can learn much from the writers who've gone before us. So during these episodes, I'll be sharing non-fiction books I think you'll love and learn from too. So without further ado, let's get cracking. In this week's episode, we'll explore your writer's voice. You know, the thing that makes your book stand out from others and helps people get to know your style and your personality. When reading your favourite books, one of the things that keeps you turning the pages is the author's voice, right? So when writing your book, you'll want to be sure you're sharing your unique writing voice too. But how do you do it? How can you sound like, well, yourself? Throughout this episode, I'll share seven simple ways you can discover your writing voice so you feel confident your readers will keep turning the pages of your book. The first thing is a personality exercise. It's a handy one to try before you start writing. List some adjectives to describe your personality. Why? Well, because more often than not, your writing voice is extremely similar to your everyday voice the one you use to talk to your friends and your family. Not the one you use when you're trying to impress someone or, as those over 70 tend to use, your phone voice. Grab a piece of paper and write down as many adjectives as possible to describe your personality. If you're feeling brave, you can ask your partner or trusted friend for their input too. And no, the word naggy will not feature on my list, dear husband. Once you've got your list... Pick your five favourite ones and consider whether these feature in any writing you usually do. Maybe it's social media captions or blog posts or email newsletters. If not, how could you start to show these parts of your personality in your writing? The second idea is, well, read, read, read. The only way to experience the writing voice of others is to read be it other books in your genre, or simply articles or newsletters that interest you. Here are some questions to consider about your favourite pieces of writing or books you've read. What do you particularly like about it? What makes it interesting or appealing? How would you describe this writer's tone of voice? How is your writing similar or different? A couple of warnings here, though. Avoid trying to emulate someone else's writing voice. You might be able to sustain it for a while, but just like my mother's phone voice, it's not the real you, and it becomes hard to maintain over a long period of time. It will also make your writing even more stilted, as you're unable to achieve that natural flow state when writing. 
you'll be too busy wondering if it sounds like that person. People want to read what you have to say because it's written by you. If they want to read the person you're trying to emulate, they'll read them, not someone's attempt to sound like them. Stay true to your voice and your style. It makes the writing process so much easier and so much more enjoyable. The third activity. Ask yourself why you're writing. You're probably familiar with Simon Sinek's book or TED Talk, Start With Why. And it's a useful tool to use when trying to establish your writing voice too. If you can remind yourself of why you're writing in the first place, it can give it a real touch of authenticity. You're not coming from a place of trying to sound like a writer. You're coming from a place of trying to help someone, to motivate, inspire them with your words. Why not try writing a letter to your reader? What do you want them to feel like when they read your book? Motivated? Inspired? Amused? If you're an experienced coach or consultant, you've worked with many clients at this point. Use this to your advantage. How do you hope your book will help people like them? Use your daily experience to guide you too. Consider how you hope clients will feel at the end of the session with you. I'm sure you no longer spend hours worrying about your conversational style, so it should be the same for your writing. Just write in a way that feels natural. The fourth thing to think about is about regular practice. As with anything in life, finding your writing voice can really only come from practice. And while I'm not advocating you spend 10,000 hours writing, I am suggesting that you dedicate some time to it on a regular basis. But how you do this is up to you. It might be through journaling, social media captions or blogging, or you could try a completely different type of writing, poetry or short stories. It's just about letting your fingers do the work and not thinking too much about it. Even if these pieces never see the light of day, the time you spend on them will add up to your overall confidence in your writing voice. And just as a marathon runner wouldn't turn up to a race without any training, you wouldn't turn up to write a book without any writing practice, would you? It's this practice that helps you discover your voice and feel confident to use it. Now, the fifth activity I think you should try, and it's a little bit out there, but bear with me, is to use a dictation tool. If the thought of putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard is still leaving you stuck or confused with your writing voice, why not try using dictation as a way to see your voice on the page? There are several dictation tools out there, one easy one being on Microsoft Word. You can open a brand new blank document, press the microphone button and then start talking. Imagine you're giving your chapter or your blog post as a talk. Say it out loud and let the dictation tool capture your words. Again, try to avoid sounding a certain way. Just talk as if you're talking to a friend. Once you're done, read it back and you'll soon see features of your writing voice appear. Highlight the bits you like, but also any that don't sound like you. If you do this a few times, you'll soon get a good grasp on the parts of your personality that are shining through and use these more often when it comes to manually writing your work. But don't forget, some authors dictate their work completely. So that's always an option moving forward too. Shays long not required. And then the sixth thing I want you to think about is free writing. Free writing is a great way to explore your writing voice. After all, you know it's for your eyes only. 
and it gives you that freedom to play and be curious about what you produce. One popular way to do this is using Morning Pages, a tool created by author Julia Cameron. It's simply a stream of consciousness you write each morning. As the website says, there is no wrong way to do Morning Pages. They are not high art. They are not even writing. They are about anything and everything that crosses your mind, and they are for your eyes only. Seems both Julia and I like a James Bond reference. And while it might seem like an odd writing exercise to pursue, it's actually a great way of relaxing your approach to the whole process of writing and finding your writing voice. You're simply writing, with no agenda and no plan. It can really help to build your confidence and give you a chance to indulge yourself in playful curiosity, making friends with your writing voice in the process. And here's the seventh thing, and... To be honest, I've left it till last for a reason. It takes a little bit more courage to do. After all, letting people see your writing can feel a little intrusive if you're just starting out or you're not feeling confident. But it has so many benefits when it comes to discovering your writing voice because you're able to get some honest feedback as to whether your writing actually sounds like you. In order to do this, you'll need to ask someone who knows you well. Start off with something small, maybe a social media caption or a short blog. Ask them to read it and tell you if it sounds like you. If not, why not? Are there particular words you've used that you wouldn't normally say in conversation? Or what would you say instead? What bits do sound like you? As with all feedback, go into it with an open mind and be prepared for any constructive criticism. If it's someone who cares about you, they won't be too harsh. If they're willing... Try rewriting it after you've completed some of the exercise mentioned in this episode and see whether you're hitting the mark a little more closely. One final point worth remembering is it's perfectly okay to write how you speak. Actually, I actively encourage you to do that. Firstly, it'll make your writing sound so much more like the real you. You'll gain a new level of confidence as a result. But secondly, editing is your best friend. It's where you can make any necessary changes. Writing in a conversational style, you know, with a chatty approach, makes your work so much more enjoyable to read. If you're trying to sound extremely academic the whole time, it will make your writing a bit of a snooze fest. So give some of these activities a go. And just remember, your writing voice is your personality on paper. Don't try to squash it or hide it away. Embrace it and let it shine through for your audience to see. It will keep them coming back for more. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it's helped you discover your writer's voice. Why not listen to it again and try some of the exercises in a notebook? If you found the episode helpful and enjoyable, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a review on your favourite podcast platform. Much like book reviews, podcast reviews can make all the difference in getting more listeners and spreading the Creating Happy Writers message. And if you know another writer who'd enjoy these episodes, do share it with them too. You can give me a shout out on social media using the hashtag creatinghappywriters. If you'd like to connect, you can find me at creatinghappywriters.com and on Instagram and Facebook at, well, you guessed it, creatinghappywriters. If you'd like further support to write a book in your niche, you can buy a copy of my book, Dare to Write, How to Confidently Write a Non-Fiction Book to Grow Your Business, which takes you on the journey from initial idea 
to publication. And guess what? It's recently been shortlisted for a Business Book Award, so it turns out other people are finding it quite handy too. So why not go and grab a copy and see what you think? All links are in the show notes. So until next time, my friend, happy writing. <laughs>